Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Brie. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q&A number six. Holy fuck. 60 fucking episodes. That's crazy. Of this nonsense. <laughs> and it's not how 60 episodes... Oh, it's um, it's not what <laughs> 60 episodes says to you. What is it? <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't learned how to speak yet. 60 episodes in. No, what is it? What's the fucking quote of yours that sucks? Oh. <laughs> well, one of the many. <laughs> it's not what you say. It's, it's what you do. Right? Is that it? Yeah. Is it? I think so. It doesn't sound no, like it's... appealing to me when they said that. <laughs> um, people... Oh, it's not about what people do. It's about how people make you feel or something like no. that. It's something about how people <laughs> yeah. make you feel. It's, I think it's say. People will never remember no. what you say, but they will always remember how you make them feel. That's not it, but that's as close as we're going to get. Yes, I agree. Okay. I think it's, um, it's not what I Can Explain podcast says. It's <laughs> what... I can explain podcast makes you feel some shit like that. I hate this for everyone listening. <laughs> I am so sorry. Anyways, yeah, question and answer. Q&A. Okay, we're in this. I'm actually, we got some good questions this time. Okay. Not that you guys were sucking the last few, but... Really stepped your pussy you up. stepped <laughs> her up. So... Before we get started, I'd like to mention that if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson because you can ask us questions for the next Q&A and you can also just ask us questions in general or give us ideas for topics that we're going to talk about. We always make sure to read everything. And also, if you tag us on social media, both personally or at I Can Explain Podcast, we always make sure to share. So if you're listening, screenshot it, tag us. We love hearing from you. Yeah, I would uh, definitely say, like, if you have an idea or something that you want us to talk about, like, even a topic, not even a question, like you said, yeah, definitely shoot it our way, because that, first of all, means we don't have to think of something to Absolutely. talk about, which is really important for us, because yes. we're very dumb and lazy. <laughs> um, but also, oh, if, if, if you're asking for it, that means that probably other people would like to hear it. Yes. Okay, the first question kind of goes with that. I think this is good enough to do a full topic on, so I don't think we should talk about it. Okay. And I just thought of it. it (laughs) But no, I'm going to, like, this is what you're in for. Okay. This person's question all has to do with different things about us, so I think we should do an episode that's called our type but it's actually our types so for example horoscopes hogwarts house color code sun moon rising signs wait that's so myers fun. briggs enneagram types so we should do an episode that's our types we didn't like where that where we just talk that's, about all the yeah, like we do yeah, all the quizzes yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you got <laughs> everyone listening is like we don't give a we fuck. don't give a fuck about your fucking astrology chart yeah. but anyways and like what's your that. moon rising <laughs> Also, in the uh, the drunk episode, uh, we literally, I was responding to a question by just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, I literally do that <laughs> in, like, on the daily. Just literally, like, like somebody will be sick, somebody will be, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever do that, that, like, something happens and it sticks? So the other day, my sister used this phrase that apparently she saw on a TV show. <laughs> like, so the other day, my sister got married and it stuck. <laughs> Can't stop. No, she's fucking married. She's married forever. Fuck. No, she's this phrase. 
phrase that was on a TV show. I don't remember which one that her and her now husband, creepy, watch. And um, so it's like an inside joke with them. So she almost accidentally said it in front of us because she knows that it's like not normal to say. Yeah. But now I can't stop saying it. And it's kiss my piss. So it's like instead of saying like kiss my ass yeah, or suck my dick, it's stuck now. And it's I literally, stuck. when I first heard it, I said, "What the fuck did you just say?" But I kind of get it. And though. she was like, "What? Like, oh my god! Like it's a it's a thing. Like it's sorry. a married thing. Yeah. Like, you and <laughs> and now I can't stop saying it. No, it's I stuck can't stop already. saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, the first question. What's the hardest part about podcasting? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. too. Um, hmm. I think there's two hard things. And they, <laughs> I can't with you. I and, know they, <laughs> and they both relate back to brain. <laughs> I think um, number one hardest thing is, especially in the summer, has been as... Uh, our listeners would know mm-hmm. sticking to a schedule yeah, and like keeping consistency mm-hmm. because like we're just like so busy uh, <laughs> but like fuck in the summer no, actually, we're literally we, never here we like we both, both when we're here somewhere. we're like trying to catch up on our jobs yes. like it's really hard to yeah. Like segment a little time for yeah, that because we're in town for like four days, but it's like I've been gone for five days, so I need to fucking work or do like other things that I have time restraints on, L- so or it's... like eat or like drink a glass of water. <laughs> like there's so much to do. Sleep every once in a while. And then the second thing is probably I'm getting Bree to record. <laughs> <laughs> oh so they kind of relate to one another. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am very busy. Yeah. I'm a busy bitch. Yeah. I do a lot of shit, honestly. Because I actually really what like... What is this, like, weird accent that you just had there? Did I say... I'm a busy bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just spat on myself. But lately you've been telling me I have an accent. I don't have an accent. You keep saying that I say things weird. You do. No, I don't. I'm a busy bitch. Did I say it like that? Kind I'm a busy yeah. bitch? Yeah. Okay, I'm done with this podcast. Okay. This is the last episode. <laughs> the hardest part for her is every episode. The farewell not, episode. Not choking me out. Honestly. What is your hardest part, though? That's I, that's the same for me, honestly, because I really love recording. Yeah. But it is... Yeah. <laughs> it is difficult because... <laughs> shut the... Oh, my God. I said because, and he hates how I say because. Because... How do I say it? Because. Oh my god. It is difficult because. Because. Uh-huh. Because. Oh my god, I can't say it, Sean. Because. It's difficult because. Um <laughs> because you're here. <laughs> I get that loud and clear. No. I don't want to say because again. Because it's so hard to find hours of time yeah like i think that anything else besides like daily careers i can pull things off like fairly quick like let's take a few photos for instagram or like okay i want to put a youtube video up this week i need to record for 20 minutes and then like editing i can like edit for 10 minutes here and 10 minutes here and 10 minutes here you know throughout my week and like lunch breaks and stuff yeah but recording a podcast like we're sitting here and talking for almost an hour Usually we record a couple because, especially in the summer when we know we're going to be away, so we like try and like record a couple so that there's something for everyone to listen to. Yeah. 
And then, like, the time to get to each other. So it's, like, it ends up being a whole night. Oh, absolutely. Which, yeah. when you only have, like, a few nights in a week when you're going away during the summer and stuff, it's it ends up being a lot of time. But the reason we make it happen is because, personally, I enjoy it. Oh, no, I love it, too. I but love doing it, but it's just hard to segment that amount of time a lot of time. Absolutely. And it's, like... I, re- in the, the past few weeks, I literally have had, like, calls from my mom being like, yeah. I never see you anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, that is where my life is now. Yeah. Also try to, I don't even see my mom that often. <laughs> so then add in a podcast. Yeah, let's like, do that yeah. too. I think people underestimate how much time it takes. Yeah. Um, also, I'd say another hard thing is when we record... We've talked about this before. We don't really edit our podcasts. There's a couple that have been edited here or there, um, just simply because we rant for so fucking long that we're like, okay, this is an hour and a half. We need to streamline it a bit. Mm -hmm. But we never edit for, like, any other reason. Yeah. And we're basically doing a live stream Mm -hmm. that goes up later. You know what I mean? Because it's not like when I record a YouTube video for 20, 25 minutes and then put it into a 5, 10-minute video and I'm making it look perfect and sound perfect and whatever else. We are certainly not doing any of those things. No. So it's it sometimes is pressure because we talk about purposely somewhat controversial topics and a lot of the time it's like knowing where that line is where you want to give your true opinion on things but there's a fine line on the internet because of things like cancel culture. So yeah. We're also like open and like sometimes too open. So. Yeah. Sometimes we're like, oh, we said a lot in that episode. Whereas, you know, I think people are enjoying it. Like, we get good feedback. But there's also things that I think probably if we went back and edited it, we'd be like, there'd be things that we'd maybe take out. Not that yeah. we're embarrassed at what we're saying. But we're like, oh, do people really need to hear that? Or maybe that was a little too far. But this is just a fucking free-for-all. It is like a lawless land in this closet, yes. <laughs> which I like, and I like. I think that I think people that are listening appreciate that because there's a lot of highly edited shit out there, yeah. which is like quite frankly kind of boring in my opinion. But when you're the one doing it and everything's on the line for you, when you're saying it and talking about your own life, it can be a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I think that's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, if you had the choice, would you rather be straight than gay? Mm. <laughs> mm. I feel like a loaded question. When I was younger, I definitely yeah. would have said yes. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, when people are like, oh, when, when you're younger and somebody's like, well, you're gay and you're like, like being mocked for it. Yeah. You're like, well, do you think I would have fuck it? Like, if somebody's would being aggressive, like, why would I have yeah. chosen it? But now I'm like, it's pretty fun. And, yeah. like, not like, uh, when I think of like the. I don't know how to describe this without, like, sounding kind of bad. Um, There's, like, a lot of things that I feel like I can not get away with. Like, even in terms of, like, um, like fashion and clothing. Like, there are things that I don't necessarily attribute to my sexuality, but there's, like, I like, like, um, some things that are more feminine and, like, sometimes wearing, like, fucking, like, Mm -hmm. heels or, like, having long nails or, like, like, all these different things. So it's, like, there's things that I enjoy that I don't necessarily, because, like, you could enjoy those things without being gay, 100%. But there's less societal rules. Like, people fucking expect it. They're like, oh, he's fucking gay of course he's like wearing like cardi b nails (laughs) (laughs) so 
do I think that those things are like mutually exclusive? Yeah. No, I think that you could definitely be a, like a straight person, straight man, and still have the same interests yeah. in things like that. But I'm like, it's fun. Like yeah. I feel like it allows like a fluidity. It allows this exploration totally. that I don't have to have like. I feel like my simplicity in the mm-hmm. answer of that is like, oh, well, I'm just gay, of course. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course you're mm-hmm. doing that. Instead of like... I feel like yeah. there's something that comes with coming out as LGBTQ+, in that once you rip that Band-Aid off, there's a lot of freedoms that follow from it. Yeah. So once you get into a good place with coming out or dealing with internalized homophobia and you kind of pass that point, not to say that it never comes up again because there's obviously always going to be moments, but when you rip that bandit off and you realize that it's not the end of the world you start questioning other things that aren't the end of the world either. Like, yeah. oh, I can express myself in the way I want. Or even, like, things like body positivity to me. Like, I used to be so by the rules when I was pre- presenting myself as straight. Like, okay, of course I'm going to like men. I have to have a six-pack or else I'm ugly. I, you know, once you question one thing that society is presenting to you, yeah, it's easier to realize that, okay, if society was wrong on that on, for example, making me feel shitty about being gay, then what else are they wrong on? Like, what else is society putting on me that I should probably get away from? Or, like, at least question? At least question, yeah. yeah. And I think because of my queerness, I'm able to live a much freer life completely outside of being queer. Like, also when it comes to, um, you know, my body and my opinions and who I am and, like, political issues, like, I'm like, this is what I believe. And I can just run for things a little bit stronger than I think. Otherwise, I would have questioned myself a little bit more or been nervous to, like, stand out from the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm bitch, I'm already standing out. So I might as well keep standing out. I'm here, you know? sadly. But I'm, yeah, here. <laughs> I'm here. So good question, because I, I definitely think there was times when I was younger. I think if you asked me before I came out, I would have said yes. Or if I was just, like, born tomorrow and I didn't know anything I knew now, I would say I wish I was straight. But if I was born tomorrow and I knew what I know now, I would wish I was gay. Yeah. Because I'm so happy with who I I am I also attribute a lot of my personal growth to Mm -hmm. not only my sexuality, but the experience of coming out and the experience of, like, getting, like, the family that you choose. Not like I wouldn't choose mine because mine's great. But, like, you know, there's a lot. Like, I attribute a lot of, like, my ability to love, my ability Mm -hmm. to, like, understand people, empathy, like, all of these things. Don't directly relate to me being gay specifically, but I don't think I would have um, uh, looked inwards (laughs) to find those things if I didn't have the experience Mm -hmm. of being gay. Like even empathizing with other other minorities or like standing up for other minorities. And even for me going to therapy, I went because of, in my mind, issues about my queerness, not meaning that I thought my queerness was an issue, but things that I was dealing with in my life that were stressful for me because I was... That was a good one. Queer, right? Because. Be- oh, was it? Yeah, Thank it was a good you. one, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I just get an I accent sometimes. <laughs> Someone in my, like, one of my past lives is coming He's out. like a Jersey girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because. Yeah. Um, but going to therapy, obviously, I worked on a lot of other things, too. Yeah. So there, I think... It just, like, helps in all sorts of areas. I don't know. It just made me, yeah, like you said, a more empathetic person. I think 
I'm more willing to learn about other people that are different, even if it's not like, like, here's the thing when people say like gay or straight, right? You're in the LGBTQ plus community and it is an umbrella community. We're all in this together or a lot of us are. Um, and I support everyone under that umbrella, but I'm also not a trans person and I'm also not non-binary and I'm also not a gay male or a bisexual person. So the fact of the matter is, is by me knowing how it feels being questioned about my own sexuality allows me to empathize with people that I'm very much not like at all. Yeah, exactly. But because I understand how it feels when it happened to me, even though I am not dealing with society questioning my gender, I can empathize because I can understand in some ways. In a, f- a fractional, yes. marginal way. Yes. I can, I can relate yeah. to the pressure that comes with that. And I can relate to the bravery, bravery that goes into having to live your authentic life, yeah. right? So because of that, I... Did I say that one okay? Yeah, that was good, okay, yeah. That. You've been doing well. Because of that... Don't worry, I'll make fucking think, fun of you if you don't. <laughs> I think that's a very valuable thing to have. Um, but with that said, I think a lot of LGBTQ plus people still don't have that. Yeah, and I also will be very honest and say that obviously this question is directed Mm -hmm. at us. However, like the weight that I'm feeling with this question is totally different than the weight somebody else could have. A lot of people have been like horrifically abused or like ousted from their family. So it's like, if they had the option, this question obviously is different to them. That's really fair. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Good question. That is a good question. Okay. Um, Why does it keep doing this to me? Uh, do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a good question. I love your latest post on loving your body. This is a constant struggle for me, thinking that I'll be, in quotes, happier if I'm this many pounds lighter, etc. How do you get to the point of loving yourself the way you are? So if people don't know, I recently posted and I've recently been posting a little bit more about like body positivity on my Instagram page just because I've had people in my life um, recently express to me um, their own issues with their bodies and being body positive towards themselves. And I have genuinely never really struggled to a deep sense that those people have with my body. So when I'm doing it, I'm doing it in a way of, like, I need to be an ally to those people, and I know those people are friends of mine, and they follow me, and maybe in some way, if I, like, put myself out there, they'll feel a little bit more comfortable doing the same. Yeah. In no way I'm saying I understand the struggle of having an eating disorder. I've never had an eating disorder. Um, I've never struggled super deeply to the point of, you know, I've never been in tears over my body. I've never um, been bullied for my body. Um, So when I'm doing those posts, I'm not saying, like, this is a daily struggle for me, so I don't want to answer that question in a way of, like, this is how I got over that struggle, because that's not something I've personally had to deal with. However, I do think... Like any person, I've had my own struggles of, like, questioning my body and comparing my body. And 
I think that that fucking sucks. I think it's unfair for people to have to do that. And I think that it ties into the last question of the kind of brave thing. I think there was a big moment in my life when I came out and it was kind of like a fuck fuck this like you know people are gonna have something to say about it but like who cares yeah and because i was lucky enough to get a positive response when i did that it almost gave me like a natural high of being like wow i worried about that for so many fucking years and then i put this video on youtube to just like kind of tell everyone i was gay i was like rip the whole bandaid off yeah now the world can see this and because the response was majority positive, even though I did have a few negative um, responses, of course, um, I kind of got high from that. Like, wow, that was something I worried about for so long. And all of my fears were internal in my case. So now with things like posting myself in a bikini in a body that I would argue a lot of people would think was not perfect, um, meaning, like, I'm definitely not a size two. I do not have a six-pack. I'm not going to be booked for Victoria's Secret anytime soon. You don't know. Uh, no, no. They're I'm, trying to make up for all their uh, fucking yeah. sins. So yeah, they might, sure. they might give me a ring. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for those bodies to be shown and be out there. And... I also get a kind of high off of being like, you know what? Not everyone's going to think this is the hottest or the best photo or what they usually see on Instagram, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. And like, well, fuck those people. Get wrecked, bitch. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying that that's an easy answer for people that are struggling because everyone is on a different journey and some people, um, you know, especially when it comes to mental health issues, there's a lot more that goes into getting over that hump, but for someone who's in the situation like me where you're like, oh, fuck, I can't wear a crop top because, you know, I'm 10 pounds too heavy around my waist. Yeah. Or like this is if I wore a dress like that, people would say that I look chubby and like I shouldn't be wearing a dress like that. Or like my boobs are fucking out everywhere. Like this is so embarrassing when I run like things like that. My advice is to just like literally sit yourself down and be like, what would be the worst case scenario? Oh, people think that. Well, who cares? Fuck them. Yeah. You know, that's my thought on it. And it works for me. Fair. So honestly, whenever I'm having my worst days, that's when I post that shit. Yeah. Because it almost like takes me back to like who I am because on my best days, I'm not even thinking about it. But some days if I like try something on and I'm like, oh, my God, I look fat. Oh, my God. If I go to the bar tonight, people are going to think. I'm fat, like all these things. I'll be like, I'm just going to fucking post a picture of my bikini because then it's just going to like set me back. And the amount of positivity that you usually get from it is quite amazing. Yeah. So um, that's how I deal with it. But once again, I, I, I'm not everyone. So if you're struggling with um, body issues, I highly, highly recommend that you go talk to somebody um, and get professional help because... Um, Someone said this really good to me the other day about something. No, this is not a quote. This is not Bree's Bree quote. Da, 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 da. Someone else's quote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, they said, I went for help because of my body because I realized that when I was really, really struggling, I wasn't able to go for help. And when I was only kind of struggling, I didn't think I needed to go for help. Yeah. But I realized that was the best time because I was clear enough in my mind to get to a place with a therapist that I didn't need 
to get back to the worst place. And the way they said it to me is like, it's like you should go to the dermatologist when you have three zits before you have a full face of acne. Yeah. And I kind of love that because it's so true. You should take your car for servicing before it breaks down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're like questioning or you feel like you're like struggling a little bit, like just go talk to someone because there's like no downside that can come from it. If anything, they just give you tools of preventative ways because it is hard like when you get too deep into it, it can be a really slippery slope. And I know a lot of people personally that really struggle with it. So that's my advice for those people. I just wanted to say that. But um yeah, that's, I think, you know, everyone is on their different path and how they can feel beautiful within themselves. And for some people, it's going to take a lot longer or be a lot more of a struggle than other people. And that's okay. It doesn't make you wrong. It yeah. means that, um, like, I su- suffer from anxiety or you suffer from depression. Um, other people our suffer faves. with... We love. Our love. <laughs> our, yeah, um, other people struggle with body issues, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, that's my answer to that. My long-winded answer. That was to that. a good one, I think. Hell yeah, thank you. Okay, back in business. Um, what was your biggest biggest fear when coming out? Um, I my first thought, I was like, oh, I feel like I like was worried about, like, my family and, like, being, like, mm-hmm. ousted. But honestly, that wasn't really a big fear of mine. Yeah. A big fear, maybe the biggest, I'm not really sure. It's been so long as well yeah. that I feel like it's, like, in the past. But a big thing for me was that, like, I was so fearful of that being my thing. Yeah. I was, like, so fearful of nobody being able to look past me being gay. That's, Mm -hmm. like, what they would always be like, oh, my gay friend, my this. And I was like, fuck, like, I want to be more than that. And now I'm like, I'm gay. That's all I have. (laughs) That's that's the best and worst you're going to get. So, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, I honestly thought that, like, that was, like, a big thing for me. I was like, oh, I'm really uh, afraid that that's all people are going to focus on. Yeah, like, they're not going to focus on, like, my talents or, like, my heart or, mm-hmm. like, any of these things. It's just all going to come back to, like, just being funneled into this one view. Yeah. I think for me, um, and we're going to talk about this in depth in another episode that I'm really excited about, the Lies Part 2, but... Oh, I was like, is it uh, the the astrology one? <laughs> For me, it was that it didn't go with my star sign. I was really annoyed because I, uh, people are going to think of me as a lesbian when they should think of me as a Virgo. <laughs> no, lies part two. So for me... I struggled for a long time with coming out to myself. Even though, looking back, I deep down knew I was gay for a long time. I would always... I I never used that word internally. I avoided acknowledging that within myself. And while I was avoiding acknowledging that within myself, because of my own fear of accepting myself, really, I lied to a lot of people about it that maybe had ideas about it. Like, just keep in mind, while I'm telling myself I'm not gay, I'm, like, hooking up with girls. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm literally hooking up with girls and putting lies on top of lies of, like oh, well, haven't you seen this movie? They do that in college. Or, oh, I was just practicing making out with someone. Like, I just... And then you get to a certain point where 
the lies get bigger because then I was covering up relationships and then I was covering up relationships to my parents and then it's like okay the girl I've been dating for six months I presented to everyone else as my best friend so I've been lying to all those people so then if I come out then I have to tell all those people I'm lying and you get like on this mountain of fucking lies or at least for me it was yeah no that my fear honestly at the end of the day was if I come out I'm going to have to unleash all all of these these lies. lies. Yeah, and I'm so I honestly I'm a lesbian, but she's still just my best friend. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) I was more afraid of people knowing how much I had lied to them because and understanding why I did then and looking like a phony or that I was hiding things from them of all these people that really cared about me and like really um, were kind to me and never gave me a reason to lie to them. That I was a thousand times more afraid of that than I was ever of anyone knowing I was gay. Right. In fact, there was so many times that all I could think about in my coming out experience was, oh, fuck, why did I not just come out right away? Because I that doesn't even seem scary anymore. What seems scary is now I've spent the last five years of my life... That I've built this den of lies. Yeah, (laughs) that, like, I don't even know how to dig myself out. Yeah. And then I knew with that, because of all the lies, I was going to have so much pushback because people were like, well, what about this? But you said this, what he said this. Yeah. Whereas, like, I was like, fuck, if I had just, when I was 13, said I was gay, then I wouldn't have had any of these problems. So that was my biggest fear of, like, how do I dig myself out of this fucking massive hole that I've dug myself in. Yeah. More on that in Lies Part 2. Also, I have to admit that I would say half of that I wasn't listening because all I was thinking about was it's not about what you say, it's about how you make someone feel. That's what it was. Yes. (laughs) My eyes were like glaze over. I was like, I needed to finish. (laughs) I was like, gay gay lies, gay lies. lies. Whatever, you lied, you were afraid. You're a fraud, move on. Let's get to Reese quotes. Oh my God. You haven't had any iconic quotes in a while. Every line I say <laughs> is an icon- Listen, I stand quote. by what I said. <laughs> I can't. Da, 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 da. I'm a gay liar. <laughs> that's that's the only quote I have from you this oh week. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, this is a good question, I think. Um, my girlfriend has a new BFF she is always, in capitals, with. I want to be supportive, but I'm jealous. How do I deal with that? Hmm. Kill the bitch. <laughs> Literally the first thing I thought of. I was like, well, you could kill her. <laughs> Both of us locked eyes. We're like, kill her. Kill her. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm the right person to answer this yeah. question. <laughs> Evidently, neither of us are. Because <laughs> if Julia all of a sudden had like a brand new best friend. Okay, here's the thing. Trust your gut. Because, honestly, like, there's plenty of people that come into um, my life when I've had relationships in the past, in my current relationship, that become very close friends with either my significant other or myself, and neither of us have a problem with it whatsoever. But there's those people that you just, like, I'm not necessarily saying that your significant other is cheating on you, but you know when, like, as a person, you just get an off vibe, and you're like, I'm not saying they're actually cheating, but there's something here. Like, there's some energy connection. Yeah, I think this... Um... (laughs) 
wasn't ba, done. Ba, 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 um, <laughs> Sean's burps. <laughs> 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 oh <my God>. um, <laughs> it's not about how my burp sounds, but it's how it makes the closet smell. <laughs> I almost just fat beer everywhere. Um, I think this ties back to last episode, kind yeah. of. In that, like... First of all, follow your gut. But, yeah. like, I'm not saying that your fucking ex is, like... Or your your significant other is cheating on you at all. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But also, like, I think it directly comes back to communication. Totally. Because, like, if I have an issue like that, I... We I think we've addressed this in many podcasts that I am insane though. But my mm-hmm. way of dealing with that would be like, hey, um, I understand that you're spending a lot of time with this person. I just like want to make sure everything's Gucci. Is there something you're missing from me? You know, like yes. I like that's how I would. Up. So like, yeah. is that a good way to deal with it? Who knows? I feel like that is, that is the right how way. How I with would it. deal with it, probably. Okay, but here's my question. Uh-huh. Okay, so you do that. You're super communicative. That's great. They say no, nothing's going on. Not missing anything. They're just my well. Then you kill her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the problem though. Because if I was getting that gut feeling, and then my significant other was like, "No, totally wrong," I'd be like. But I'm right. Yeah. Because I know. Yeah. Because I'm crazy like that. Like, once I get that in my head, and, like, I've... The thing is, I think here's the problem. In my past, I've always been right. I know. I'm the same. And you can always tell... The bitches who want your bitch. Yeah. Like, you can tell. Like, even if your significant other's not going to do it, you can. You walk into a bar, and there's certain yeah. girls that come up, and they give your significant other a, ho- a big hug, and they're like, hey, what's like, up? Like, one gives her a hug. The other one's, like, fucking eating her out. And You're it's like, like I'm, I'm hello. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Someone likes you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I think she might like you. <laughs> fingering might have been enough, but... Jesus. Yeah, I would say trust your gut, and uh, I think honesty is the best policy. I also don't think there's any harm in admitting jealousy at all. Or killing her. <laughs> Listen, I don't think there's a fucking any harm in murder, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't... We're going to jail after this podcast. <laughs> Listen, we, sh- we should have gone to jail after the drinking episode. It's, it's coming it's up. It's catching up to oh us. My God. No, I think honesty is the best policy, and I don't think there's any shame or... Uh, uh, embarrassment in mm-hmm. admitting jealousy because also if there is nothing going on your partner should understand that okay can I tell you something kind of weird Th- I have a certain pride in knowing who wants my girl <laughs> and then killing them with kindness <laughs> like, and I- then straight up murder <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah Brie, we got it <laughs> no honestly I have this weird thing like I could sit here I wish I could name them like I have four that are in the top of my head that I know the second Julie and I broke up they would try and fuck her right like immediately or on the opposite spectrum if Julia was at the bar without me or even if I was there and Julia made a move on them they would never go even though they present themselves as both of our friends they, even... they would never be like oh whoa whoa what about Brie they'd be like hell yeah bitch I can I know I hate those. that bitch Brie <laughs> I know those right okay I can feel it in my gut. I know who they are. Do you want to like get them out and then I'll just bleep them? Will, no, will that no, be better no, for your no, mental no, health? no, 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 <laughs> but I have in my younger years, I would try and be like 
not in this relationship, but like I'm talking like way in the past, previous relationships. My way of dealing with those sorts of people would be like be rude to them mm-hmm. or like ignore them or like I don't want to be around them, like be kind of a bitch to them, whatever it is, make like a big scene about it, whatever. Now I just kill those people with kindness. Hold Julia's hand, give her a kiss, and say, "Okay, babe, you have fun chat with them. I'll be back." And I go, I let them, let them try because I'm so comfortable in my relationship now yeah. that I'm, I'm trusting of Julia enough that who cares if they want her? So like, because I got her, because <laughs> I got her, bitch. So like, I do think that there's something that comes with being in the right relationship where you just don't really worry about it yeah. as much anymore because you're like. Even if they did want her, nothing's going to come from this because, like, I'm so secure in my relationship, which I've never been like that before. And then just kill them with kindness and be like, sucks to be you, bitch. And I'm sure Julia has those people with me, too, you know? Well, I'd like to think that. (laughs) Julia's like, no one wants you. She's like, I get comfort in knowing that nobody (laughs) likes you. (laughs) So he's like, actually, in the last five years, I've never experienced an ounce of jealousy. Not even a drop. Not a drop. Because no one even looks your way. Love that for her. Okay. Next question, shall we? Yeah. Okay. How do you deal with people asking invasive questions about being a lesbian or gay? I'm so tired of it. That's a good question, too. Um... <laughs> Questions like these, in all honesty, are hard for me to answer because, yeah. uh, because, um, <laughs> uh, because we've talked about it so many times. I know that I am not the 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 typical person. Right. Like I am quite blunt. Mm-hmm. I'm quite um, uh, a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, honestly, if somebody asks me an invasive question. Especially if, like, we're at a fucking restaurant or something. At this point in my life, I'm literally, like, time and place. Like, I'm like, why are you asking me that right yeah, now? Totally. I'm like, w- like, would you be asking somebody else that yeah. question? Like, like, I... Not that, me saying that so aggressively, but I don't think I do it necessarily in an aggressive way. No, like, yeah. I'm really, like, so nice to them to their face. <laughs> but honestly, I'm like... I'm like, why now? Like, yeah. I'm like, my dudes, I'm just trying to chill with my friends. Yeah. Like, what are you going to gain from this? Also, would you be asking a question like this to somebody straight? Mm. Would you think that's acceptable? I'm the same way my go-to is, really? Did you just ask that? Yeah. Because then they kind of, like, realize within themselves what they just ask. And if they don't, then that's their Because if you honestly, if you just answer it, they think that they the, can do that to other every people. Pe- every person. Yeah. yeah. And... Am I saying, like, confront everybody? No, I think it can definitely be done in a good way and, like, a calm way. But honestly, like, if somebody asks you something that you're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with, I think the best way to get around it is just say, like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. Why are you asking me that? I I don't fucking know you like that. Because if if somebody that I do know like Mm -hmm. that asks me that question, Mm -hmm. bitch, they're getting the answer. (laughs) And I think it comes down to exactly like you said, time and place. Because we're two people that literally have a podcast called (laughs) I Can Explain Podcast, where we answer the questions that <laughs> you, you are too, too afraid, afraid to ask. ask. Bitch, if you ask so, me anything on this podcast, I will tell exactly, you. Exactly. But yeah. there's a time and a place. Yeah. And also acknowledging that 
I think for some people listening that might not be LGBTQ+, knowing that just because we answer these questions does not mean you go and ask your LGBTQ+. No. We're here this. for you to we're ask. Here, <laughs> yeah, we're here from the place of, like, we are willing and open enough to ask these, answer these questions on this podcast yeah. so that other people don't have to be asked them. Like, we're here to do our best to give our stories um, a little piece of education in some way, somewhere along the line, because a lot of these questions are so inappropriate to ask them oh, in yeah, public. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's where we're coming from. And once again. But also, I will say that, like, we do get some inappropriate questions for Q&As, for just like in general. Mm-hmm. Like, we get some DM. I've gotten DMs, our yeah. fucking uh, podcast has gotten DMs mm-hmm. that are inappropriate or awkward. Yeah. And if we don't answer them directly, I think that we do also talk about those things in different yes. episodes, you know? Totally. So, but we've brought that on ourselves. Like, don't. But also, in. we're in control here, right? So yeah. we get to choose what we want to answer and how well, much we want to answer. Unless we're drinking fucking Lauren Sangria, then, then we're we are out just of control. There. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, just be, I think the best way to say it is just say, I'm uncomfortable answering that question. And here's this. You should listen to I Can Explain Podcast. That's what you say. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) If you have any of those questions, listen to I Can Explain Podcast. Don't talk to me ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. How do you get over someone who you thought was the one but turned you down? Oh. I'm like, you tell me. (laughs) Please be a call in. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Oh, want to hear a fucking fun story? Yeah. Kind of related, kind of unrelated. Yeah. Um. So I met these two gays off of apps and such. Yeah. Um. I went on a date with one. I think we went out once, and the other one I met. We had been like messaging, and I met him at like an event. Mm-hmm. And after I went on the date with the the one guy, and I met this other guy at an event, I was like, "Fuck, these people are really annoying." And like, I don't condone ghosting, but it was kind of like a a gradual ghost. But then I just fully cut them off. <laughs> I went to the club the other night. They're dating. Oh, good for them. I know. I love was that. like, I bet you guys bonded over how much you hate me. But anyways, yeah, I love that. <laughs> how do you get over the one? Um, I think this is how you know that they're not the one because if they were the one, they would want you back. And I think that was a problem for me when I was dating when I was younger. Like I would get so fixated on certain people that yeah, yeah. treated me like shit, yeah. like didn't want me back. <laughs> Without <laughs> even yeah, trying, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's what I do yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiss my piss, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I would get so fixated on these people, and I think you have to realize that if you think someone's the one, or you think you're in love with someone, but they're not giving you anything back, then the reason you're in love with them or think that they're the one is probably because you've created a false idea of them oh, in your head. Oh, they are this perfect picture in your yes. mind. Yeah. You've created a fantasy about them, or you put them on a pedestal, because the reality clearly is not that great. No. Because if it was great, you'd be with them. And also, like, the one loves you back. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Also, like, there's seven fucking billion people in the world. Our oceans are plastic. The heat is rising. Like... We're sweaty. We ain't the... She ain't the one. They ain't the one. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Honestly, that's true, because we're all going to die soon. So, don't waste time. Because there's, like, times in my life, which now I've learned that answer because of those times, so I'm not saying I regret them. Yeah. But you're like... Bitch, I thought I spent six months worrying about that person. Like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. They never even returned my fucking text. As exhausting as this is, and I know I'm going to say this and people are going to want to, I probably am going to want to punch myself in the dun, mouth. Dun, 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 dun. 
punch my own mouth. <laughs> um, anytime that I've like lost somebody that I thought was the one, I literally and get ready like to cringe. Mm-hmm. But I literally have to remind myself that I am the one. Like literally, yeah. oh, so, so many true. times that I'm like, that. fuck. Like if somebody doesn't want me, I get so down on myself. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, literally, I'm great. Yeah. Like I'm so <laughs> great. Wrong with them? And See like ya. that might sound so exhausting, no, but you actually like have to get in that like mindset. Totally. So just know that you're. 100 percent that bitch. Yes. Also, did you th- see that fucking Lizzo interview? No. When the, <laughs> because in that song, she's like, took a DNA test. Yeah. Turns out I'm 100 percent that bitch. <laughs> the interviewer goes, So Lizzo, if you were to take a DNA test and it uh was coming up with things besides you being 100 percent that bitch, what else would it say? She literally just goes, um, that I'm black. <gasps> That's amazing. That like, like, what? Yep. <laughs> that is correct. What a stupid fucking Like, question. what? Seriously, I, I read this interview the other day with uh, Troy Savon. Yeah. He was like, did you see that online? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were just, like, asking him so many inappropriate things. Speaking of invasive questions, that, like, sometimes I wonder, like, how do these people get their jobs? Like, what? Like, they asked him in a magazine interview if he's a top or a bottom. Like, like have they ever had, like, fucking Scarlett Johansson or Brad Pitt and said to them in their, like, 10-question, 10 10-things-about-me 10 interview, like, non-deep at all, like, hey, Brad, do you get it in you your like ass? Or do you, or... uh, yeah, do you, like, rail the bitch? Like, what? Yeah, like, no. it's honestly just, like, it's going back to invasive questions. That's when he's like, time think... and place, bitch. Follow, yes. I can explain. They'll tell you if they're top or bottom. <laughs> yes. Actually, that's exactly what Troy Savon said. Yeah. He said I can explain podcasts. Oh, I know, I know. And I quote. Dun, 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 dun. Troy's quotes. <laughs> okay. On that note, please follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. You're looking at me like you're stressed. Do we uh, miss no, something? I would, my sister sent me a text message, but I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> the stress is real. Yeah. Okay. Wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe, um, whether that's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Specifically, we're really trying to increase our iTunes. So if you could listen over there, if you could give us five stars only. One, two, three, three four, five. five. <laughs> and uh, and make guess sure what? To subscribe. iPhone 11 came out. Like today, and you know what? The iPhone 11 will have a fucking Apple Podcast, bitch. <laughs> uh, I can explain. We'll be yeah, on that yeah. iPhone. I tell you. So make sure to um, follow or subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean Dulusk and at Brianne Williamson. And anything you send us, we'll make sure to repost. So and if you're us. gonna uh, rate us five stars, one mm-hmm. for five, um, Toss a little review. Yeah, we want to read them. Like a cute note. I do read them. They're super cute. I love them. So, like, if you got one, something stupid to say, say it. Say it. Fire away. If it's nice and about us and yeah, the review better be five stars and the fucking caption better be five stars quality. Absolutely. (laughs) Unless you can just roast Brie too, that works. (sighs) (laughs) And on that note, we will see see you around around the the gate. Sixty episodes, bitch. Holy fuck.